queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. Oh my God, if that, if that press conference on Thursday was any indication about how this road to WrestleMania is going to be, ladies, we are in for a wild ass ride. Oh my God. Can, can I just say how fucking funny it was that it had more people at the press conference than they did for Dynamite? That was crazy. That was crazy. Okay, so before we get into everything, before we get into everything in all seriousness, first we want to offer our congratulations to Sonia Deville. Sonia Deville, because she she did get married uh, to her uh, to her girlfriend and everything. So congratulations to them. And my and mom then, says I'm surprised she wore a white wedding dress. <laughs> I, I, I think it was like one of those like long. I, I don't know, like, the whole outfit and everything. It looks like a dress, but I don't know if it was, like, a long suit jacket or something like that. I don't know, but they look, they look beautiful. Mm-hmm. They did look beautiful. And then, of course, we do thoughts and thoughts and prayers with Maurice mm-hmm. after her Instagram post and everything. So just speedy recovery to her. Well wishes to her, Ms., the girls, and everything. Okay. So... Ladies, I know there was like a little bit of everything going on this week. So I know that there was possibly like one thing that kind of stood out, pissed you off or anything. And I'm not just talking about WWE. I'm talking about like NXT, AEW or anything to that effect. Okay. So let's just kind of get it out in the open, get it out in the open and see what's on your mind the most. And then we'll dive into the rest of the shit. Oh, all right. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and just say, sorry, Kat. I love you so dearly. I know where this I is going. I would do anything so gonna, in the world. But I'm just going to put, put myself on mute. I know where this is going. So I'm not going to bash her. I'm just going to, that's all I want to say. I'm just going to speak my mind. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. The rumors have been stated. Obviously, we are getting a one boss, Mercedes Monet, in AEW, apparently. Coming up in Dayton, um, May, whatever. Is it March? Whatever the fuck the day is. I don't give a shit. Anyway, Tony Khan. May 13th? March 13th, sorry. Um, You really think Mercedes is going to fix your women's division? No. You bring her in only to maybe boost it up but yet, you got people back there that would like to have a spotlight, but they don't have a spotlight. Um, and my question is, what the hell are you doing 
teaming up Chris Statlander with Willow Nightingale and giving them Stokely Hathaway as a fucking manager. Seriously? And I don't know. You can't even get people in control. And we're speaking of matches and stuff. Where's Stats rematch? Everybody else has got a rematch for a tag title they lost. Or not a tag title, sorry. A title they lost. Where's hers? Now that you signed Jordan, uh, not Jordan Grace, Deanna Perrazzo, she's been pushed towards the AEW Women's World title. How's that fair? I, I don't understand thinking bringing in Mercedes Monet is going to help your women's division when you can't even get your women's division under control. Now. I really honestly feel sorry for her. She ain't ready for this crowd. The crowd's going to eat her alive. They're, they're going to love her one minute and they're going to hate her the next. How long is it going to be until she's ready? We're going to be seeing rumors on social media that she wants out of her contract of AEW. I give it eight months. Might be less than that. But you bring her in. Yeah, fans will be stunt, uh, you know, ecstatic. But then the fans are going to get pissed. Because you got people that's already there waiting for a push that deserves a title shot and a championship that never got it. And I'm going to be honest with you. If I had enough money, I would buy out half of your women's division and start my own company. And I'm going to be honest with you. I would start with your two top ones that have um, came up, said they're frustrated, but don't want to leave because they feel like there's something more there. And I basically will start with your first ever female started to AEW. And then I will start with getting stacked. And then why I'm at it, I take Nyla Rose. And any other female that would like to come with me and join it, I would. Because bringing her in is not going to make your women's division better. You might think it will, but in the long run, it's still going to be the same lame-ass division. Yes, Sasha, Mercedes, or whatever, she has made history in so many different ways in herself. And I love and respect her for that. That's something that she's never going to be able to change. But she's not to where you can say she officially moved the needle yet. She's moving. Uh, even if she has moved the needle. She, her, needle little, her little needle is not going to be able to move the whole women's division. You put a women's title on her in AEW. You're going to have a lot of pissed off fans. And I'm already aggravated that I don't even want to watch AEW no more because I don't want her in AEW. I'm already frustrated with how this shit you got going on already. And let's get off the subject of Mercedes. Could you have not made it even more obvious who the hell is winning the damn tag titles of Revolution? Out of all people, we got to put it back on those jackasses. Yes, I have a love-hate relationship with the Young Bucks. Oh, I'm sorry. They're Nicholas and Matthew Jackson now. Who gives a shit? Okay? They're still the Young Bucks. They're still your EVPs. Get away from the freaking Young Bucks. I understand that freaking Chucky can't stay away and getting hurt, but maybe if you ran your division better, maybe Chucky wouldn't get hurt all the time. And I will say this. Best friends deserves those tag titles. Trent deserves a title. Yeah, you teamed up him and Trent, but what was that beatdown the other night on Rampage or Collision, whatever the fuck it was? Somebody that knows everything about wrestling, get your shit together because you don't. 
And I guarantee it, if it wasn't for Cody fucking Rhodes, the American Nightmare, you wouldn't even be in this position. He was probably the reason you got into wrestling. Dude, Tony Khan, grow some, grow some, because I don't think you have any down there. And I've never bashed you so much on this inter- um on this Queen's Takeover as I am right now. You no, that's my much- job. I know, that's Jolie's job. And and you also think bringing one of the greatest in the New Japan wrestlers, Sika Kazuhata's, oh God, I'll probably just damn butcher his name, but I'm sorry, bud, I love you to death. Rainmaker in, going to help things too? Already knew Will Ospreay was coming in because Aussie Open's already there. Dude, bringing in people, bringing in talent's not going to make it better when it's not even better to begin with. And I got to take a breather. I'm going to keep going. Ugh. Kelly, you want to add anything? On the subject of Tony Khan, yes, of course. I always have something to add when it comes to that <laughs> that egotistical, nepotistic, little fucking dipshit asshole cunt face twaffle. All right, Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. Hi, honey. How are you today? Um, I'm doing great, actually. I'm looking forward to seeing Taylor Swift all over the Super Bowl pissing off conservatives. Um, so I'm actually ecstatic about that coming up. But that's beside the point. Hi. You're not very smart, are you? Boston with the money signs. One of two people, Okada or Mercedes. Osprey isn't a needle pusher. I'm sorry he isn't. Neither is Okada in your company. He, you know, I was thinking about it while I was waiting uh, to start the show and thinking, well, is he a needle pusher? But then I'm thinking about it, and somebody actually put this on Twitter. He's basically faced almost everybody in that company except for like four or five guys. The dream matches, the once-in-a-lifetime matches, are in the evil company. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. You You decide to throw money at a problem to fix it. But you know what's fucking hilarious? You, you were talking about how great... You actually... You actually complimented the WWE for the Netflix deal. I don't know if it was a compliment or a backhand uh, you know antagonistic douchey thing for you to say but I noticed something when they're talking about this new conglomerate of ESPN Fox and TNT Sport WB Sports. You know wasn't included in that? Oh that's right AEW. You weren't included in that in their new streaming system. So I don't I don't know how much stock you have with them right now. You might want to curb the spending just a little bit. Because you can buy talent. You can buy all the talent. But just because you have all the blockbuster names in a movie doesn't mean it's going to be a good movie unless you got great writers behind you. Great cinematographers behind you great producers behind you great people who do music now i will say this wwe does need to step up on their music their titantrons stuff like that but i believe that's all kevin's kevin done and they'll they'll work on it i think they'll get there i think they'll get the music part fixed out but again that's besides the point you sir are an egotistical maniacal twaffle and you can't see the forest through the trees 
Because again, you feel like throwing money at something makes you better. WWE tried that and they almost failed. WCW did try that and did fail. And I remember you saying, oh, when people want to leave their contracts, they can. You fucking handcuffed Andrade. And when he came back, he was smiling. And guess what? There was a news conference, a press conference, with no violence, at least from the one guy, no muffins, looked like he was in good spirits and didn't look like he was on death's door like he did when he was in your company. In the amount of time that I have seen CM Punk in WWE from Survivor Series, that man has a constant smile on his face. He was ecstatic to see Jade and ecstatic happy to see her there he has been at the pc helping the young guys and gals he is doing things and you probably can't fucking stand it because he's happy and then you know with the whole press conference and the whole rock slapping that was just a chef's kiss when he said, just punch him in the face because it's like, <laughs> that's him talking to you. So let's be clear about one thing. Yes, this will move the needle. Maybe you'll get back up to a million. Maybe. We'll see. But uh, didn't micro wrestlers beat out Rampage and Collision? You got beat by micro wrestlers. How does that make you feel? I mean, I bet most of them are mostly more well endowed than you are. Um, but yeah, Tony, maybe for once, you just need to sit down, shut the fuck up, and let and hire people to do other things. And Swerve, I do want to say one thing to you. Dude, I like you. I really do. And I'm glad that you're thriving. And you know what? I'm glad that you didn't answer that phone call. Because I don't want you back in the WWE. You're too fucking cocky. You think you're the best thing on that show. Yet, they don't have faith enough in you to put you in a one-on-one match with Samoa Joe. How does that make you feel? Because I'm pretty sure they WWE, if this was the case, they would have faith in you. Sometimes the WWE had to let people go so they could spread their wings and fly. They didn't like it, but they had to do it. And some of those people came back better than ever. I mean, Chelsea Green is probably one of the biggest ones to say. She... Has been fired from the WWE, I think, twice. Once or twice. I know once. And she's come back and she's won the tag titles. She has been comedic relief. And she makes people smile and laugh and enjoy enjoy wrestling. Let's see. CM Punk, even though he's injured, has moved the needle. Oh, your girl B-Fab. She's going to be just fine. And uh, Adonis is going to be even better now that he's teamed up with Cedric, which I am stoked as fuck for. AJ will be fine, too. He's got TNA, and I I know he's going to run that place really good. 
I know he's going to do amazing things over there. But the fact that AEW didn't have faith in you to put you in a one-on-one, that doesn't speak about about them. That speaks about you. It's why they added Charlotte to the SummerSlam match, triple making a triple threat with Carmella, Becky, and Charlotte because they didn't trust Carmella at that time. And they didn't trust Becky. We saw how that went. Becky made her destiny. And and you know who else is going to have a probably a very glowing storylines in the future to come? Naomi. So again, y'all can bash WWE all you want. Y'all can say what you want. That means you're burning the bridges. That's why I don't think Mox will ever be back because he's burned many bridges, unfortunately. That's why I don't think Daniel Bryan will ever be back. He's burned some bridges. I'm I'm pretty sure Paige will never be back. She really burned some bridges. It's the people that don't burn those bridges that'll get the opportunity. I mean, hell, I mean, technically Cody did burn a very big bridge when he busted that chair. But you know what? Cody's always been man enough to say, I made a mistake. And this is where I need to be. And this is where I need to finish this story. So Swerve, Tony, y'all can enjoy each other. Don't get me wrong. I love Swerve. Swerve, I think, is fantastic. I think he's got an amazing career. And he deserves it. I think he deserves a title shot. I think he deserves a solo title shot without Hangman constantly hanging on him. I I felt that that was just bullshit that he had to go go through Hangman to go to get to Samoa Joe again. And now it's a triple threat. Swerve has definitely earned his right to have a solo match with Joe for the title. And as for the women's division, where's Britt Breaker? Have, have we even seen her? Is she injured? I think she has an injury. I'm not 100% sure exactly. Um, And, and you have Nyla Rose... One of your originals on ROH. ROH should be like your NXT with your new younger people coming up in there. I'm sorry, it's true, and you're true. You're treating Athena like like shit, dog. You really are. And the fact that once again, and I and I'm not an AEW fan, not in the slightest. But uh, the fact that once again, an outsider. Gets to go for the title. Who's being held by an outsider. Yeah, Tony. You can throw all the money in the world at things. It ain't going to change a fucking thing. You're still going to be an idiot. You're still going to think you're better than everybody else. And you're still going to have dumbass elite EVPs that think they're the best things in the world when they're not. Because that company? That was Cody's. When it started, AEW was great. Now it's just meh. But other than that, this road to WrestleMania, ladies, I have never in my lifetime seen a press conference for a WrestleMania months before WrestleMania. And that was just a chef's kiss to everything. 
Yeah, definitely. Because it's like, you can tell that we're in like a new era with um, the WWE and everything. So, um, which yeah, is what I, Triple H did say, because I did take notes. <laughs> I was at work. Um, I was waiting for our eight o'clock group to come. And I said they would be there earlier. I'm like, well, I'm going to watch this. So I did take notes. I have to find it, though. Hold on. (laughs) While you find that, let me just get my two cents in real quick um, about, like, the whole Mercedes thing. Okay, because, all right. And I'm trying to put my fandom for Mercedes to the side. Because it's like, yes, I'm a fan of hers. I want the best for her and everything. I've also said on this show that I don't uh, that I don't think going to AEW is the best for her um, because it's mainly going to be for the paycheck and not for the growth and for actual um, progress that she wants for the progress and the history that she wants to help create and everything. I don't think it's the best move for her. So, but it's like I'm trying to put that to the side, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go like a little like try to stay a little like a little level head level headed on this one because after the announcement of aw um big business the pre-sale they said all oh, the pre-sale tickets sold out within minutes she's a draw it's like she's really mo- need, moving the needle and everything okay people back up a second big business is at tv garden in boston it's her hometown of course the tickets are gonna fucking sell out okay because it's like Tony's bringing in pe- brings in people for the big splash, the big moment, and everything. It's it's what they do. It's what he does with the people afterwards that um, we need to see and everything. So yes, it may get a big pop for one night and everything, but the big draw, the big moment, is going to be where what happens when they go from city to city to city to city to city after that. Okay, and also. Y'all mentioned it and everything. It's like Okada's on his way to AEW now. And some people were saying, like, the fact that Tony's been able to get Okada, Osprey, and Mercedes and everything over WWE is impressive. WWE is not going to get into a big money uh, deal or money talks and everything. They're not going to spend. I mean, of course, Tony's going to win the money battle and everything. Okay. So. It's just like, because it's like, AEW is private. It hasn't really, I mean, it's private. It's a private company and everything. And Tony has the purse strings. WWE is part of a bigger corporation. So it's like, it's two different scenarios. It's two different setups. People need to chill out and say, oh, Tony's the man. It's bullshit. So I love Mercedes. Don't get me wrong. I'm still a big fan of hers. I want what's best for her. I, Kayla, I, Kayla, I give it less than a year myself. I mean, I don't want to bash her like that, but it's just, we, you know, I don't know. I know obviously Jolie hasn't, but Kat, have you ever gone to an AEW live? Once. Once. You've seen how the crowd is. Yeah. They're either going to be behind you. Or against you, and once once you're there, AEW fans, you're either they're either going to be with you or against you. And as soon as they turned against you, that's when the heat breaks out. Yeah, and nothing against you know Mercedes. Like I said, you know she may be my number four horsewoman, but she I love her to death just as much as the other three because she's made so much history. She has 
some two of the greatest matches in WWE history. One with the Hell in a Cell with Charlotte Flair and the one at NXT Takeover of Bailey in NXT. You know, those are matches we're never going to forget. And but yeah. I'm just saying, I don't think she's ready for this. This is not what she needs. And if she's just like you said, going there for the money and not what she loves, she's making a big mistake. And I want to say right now, there is one, two, maybe four wrestlers right now. Actually, I'm going to drop the bomb. Final Testament. Look how long it took AOP to come back. And then the fact that they came back with two of the greatest people always look at the jobbers, but they're really not. And the fact that you brought Paul Elring back. Yeah. And I have seen something... It was an interview. Matter of fact, I want to say it was back in 2022. Um, shortly after I witnessed Rachel Elring at the indie show. Unfortunately, she lost to Scarlett because Scarlett walked out that match. But um, as the title. But the fact of seeing Rachel wrestle and hear an interview later on saying that it's not about the money. It's about where your heart belongs. And she said she had actually asked her dad one day if WWE gave you the call or she I think she even said she brought up AEW who would you go with would you go for the more money offer or where your heart belongs you know what Paul said I will go where my heart belongs and obviously I think later on AOP has said the same thing and in the fact you know go with your heart it's not it's not competition well in a way it is competition I will say that but do it for you um, I'm going to give you another example. Do it for you. As much as us three right here have been doing this for four years, we love doing this and we will keep doing it because we know eventually it's going to pay out because we're getting so close. I just know. Yeah. We're doing it because we love to do it and eventually, you know, get cut. Just don't do it because you want money. Trust me. If someone came to me and offered as much as Tony Khan is probably offering Mercedes Monet right now, shit. I would go work for Tony Khan. Heck, I would just work for Tony Khan just to sit on the floor as an extra. I don't care. But, you know, it's not about the money. It's what your heart belongs, where it belongs. And like, you know, Jolie's saying, CM Punk may not be a huge fan of him, but he looks so much happier. Like, he felt like he's CM Punk again. Mm -hmm. You know, makes you want to have a love or hate relationship with him again. You know? And I may not be a huge fan of Chelsea Green, but look at her. She's happy. She's she's actually just getting as hilarious as freaking our truth, you know? Making history. She's, you know, doing so much better. And she's actually improved in so much being with Piper Niven. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's just because they know their hearts in it. And a matter of fact, I know as much as I despise him, like right when you left or on the phone, your um dad cat, um I saw a tweet saying it's just a matter of time Chelsea announced that Matt Cardona will be back. Okay. I saw that too, yeah. So, and when he comes back, I know he's coming back from the heart. And it wouldn't even surprise me if a certain somebody, he wouldn't return to help Cody Rhodes win against Roman. That might be the reason I could see him coming back in because he did do it in AEW to go up against. Hell, I don't remember. That was so long ago. But, yeah. um, But I'm just saying, they're coming back for the heart. They're coming back, you know, because they want to be there. And 
the little person I just saw on Twitter before I started son saying that Charlotte's going to AEW, honey, she ain't going nowhere. Her hubby just came back to WWE. She's coming back. She's going to Monday Night Raw. Now shut up and move on. Yes, that I, I just saw that tweet right before I said this. I was just like, really? Okay, whoever tweeted that out gets the dumbass of the week award. What the fuck? Know, right? Introducing the Jester's Jackass of the Week. The dumbass <laughs> know, that right? wrote that tweet. Considering Charlotte, considering Charlotte said that she pushed and pushed and pushed for them to bring Andrade back. Hello, hello. So stupid. Oh my god. All right, Jolie. Yo. All right. So, what's your hot topic of the week? What interests you? What what piqued your interest? Pissed you off or whatever? Pick one. You know what? I gotta go with the slap hurt around the world. I mean, I I think that per, like the press conference was like I was before we got started. But like that's the fucking chef's kiss. Like I have been excited for WrestleManias in the past. I was fucking ecstatic when I knew I was going to WrestleMania thirty five. But now, yeah, knock on what everything goes good. I'm still working there. I should be good at no points. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. But you know, the fact that you know, yes, I'll be working this event and I'll be there. But it's just like. There is something special about Philly. There's something special about New York. I'll give Houston a tiny bit of specialness, but it's not as special as like over here on the the East and West Coast or the East Coast over compared to the West Coast. The West Coast, it just doesn't feel special. Like the Super Bowl in Las Vegas doesn't feel special. It feels like a drawn out fucking show. The only thing that I'm interested in besides Taylor Swift pissing people off is Usher. I have no idea what you're showing me. Chloe Kardashian got her hands on the on the uh Snoop Dogg's belt. Oh, so did uh Justin Bieber. Yeah, I saw that. That was like what the fuck. All right, go ahead. Sorry. But I think one of the most interesting things that came out of the press conference and the one thing that honestly piqued my interest to the point where I'm like, where are you going with this? Was the fact that Seth had Cody's back and he got in the rock's face and, you know, seeing triple H just call him out in the back and, you know, Rock saying what I'll you know, knock his fucking teeth down his throat. And just for reference, do not write that on Facebook at all. You will get banned for 24 hours. Um, that's what happened to me because I wrote what The Rock said. Fuck you, Rocky. You got me banned from Facebook groups for over 24 hours because I was somebody asked, What did he say? Um, but it was just. There is a buzz and excitement. So I found my notes and Rock did get booed. Um, but this is a, what Triple H said before all this was that this is a whole new level and a whole new era coming in. So everything's peaked. 
everything. I'm 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 hyped. I'm ready to go. I'm excited. I I I want it to be April. I want it to be April. I I I just can't wait. I think the press conference just honestly set so much up and I have been in fucking wars since then with live stands. Like Becky doesn't deserve it. She gets put in everything. Fuck you. Fuck you. With emphasis on right up the ass. Becky has put on banger after banger after banger after banger after banger, as Seamus would say. She elevates everybody. When Liv can do that, when Liv can elevate Tiffany Stratton, can elevate Lyra Valkyrie, can elevate Roxanne, can elevate Zia Lee, can elevate Indy Hartwell, Candice, then maybe she could have a seat at the fucking women's table. But right now, as much as I love Liv, her and her bitchy ass fans who are crying about it can go sit in the fucking kids corner. I'm tired of it. Becky has busted her ass. This has been a match brewing since 2019. And y'all seem to forget that. And I did love the little joke that Becky said about having her baby pin Shayna as well. Again, when she was pregnant with her. Um, yeah, that's classic. But they're setting up for Becky versus Rhea. If they make it a triple threat, that's a slap in the face to both Becky and Rhea that have wanted this match for a long time. And Liv, the Liv-Rhea match doesn't need the title. It doesn't. So we're going to have to wait and see. And I have one other thing, and it's just been just been sitting in the back of my head because they constantly keep bringing up her name. AJ Lee. They've been constantly bringing up her name. Now, we all saw SmackDown or clips of SmackDown. I work Friday night, so I rarely get to see it unless there's a national emergency or a snow emergency or something happens and I actually get off on a Friday night and I get to watch it. But we've been here before, Dakota. You turn on people. It's only a matter of time until she turns on Bailey. With that being said, now that Mercedes Monet has decided to take a check over friendship, yeah, I said it. AJ, you don't got to get in the ring, sweetheart. Just come down with a baseball bat. Be the equalizer. I think. AJ Lee is going to come out into Bailey's corner. I, when they said her name, it just something stuck in my crawl. I'm like, that would be the one person that they could get. Yeah, because when uh, Cole introduced Punk on the commentary Thursday night, he didn't have to say, and he's the wife of AJ Lee. He didn't have to say that. I'm right there with you. I kind of feel like we're get, we're going to get... Everyone's expecting Mercedes to come back. Everyone's expecting Naomi. Everyone's expecting Dakota. I just... After hearing you say that, it just I'm getting that feeling that we're going to get somebody in her corner that we never saw coming. 
I mean, in all honesty, again, it could be Tegan and, and Natty as well, but yeah. still, that would be unexpected. Somebody said, mm-hmm. actually, I said it. Somebody says, has, has anybody checked on Tegan Knox? And I said, yeah, poor woman's got fucking war flashbacks from that shit. But it, I have, I've been watching wrestling a long ass time. I've taken time off. I am thoroughly excited. I am thoroughly cannot wait. This is the start of something new. And I don't, I want to say one thing. Fan base out there, we know his crimes. But you asking the wrestlers when they have to deal with it themselves, give the wrestler some time. Because like Seth said, he never saw that side of of him. And I'm pretty sure Becky would say the same thing. Let the wrestlers figure out their feelings about this. Pushing them is not smart. Pushing Triple H and Shawn Michaels and everybody else to answer for for his crimes. That's not their job. And they cannot answer these questions. Because they will get in trouble by their lawyers. You, you, I know we all want, we want justice for Ashley. We want justice for Janet. We want justice for fucking everybody that that man has fucking destroyed. But stop pushing this on the wrestlers. They have their own shit to deal with in real life. And it's not fair to constantly bring it up. And that's the last I'm going to say on that. Right, Kayla, before I was like, before I respond, Kayla, what the hell are you laughing about? Someone, someone posted this on here. The very, the, the very last one is hilarious. It says, with Bark Lesnar being erased in WWE, Roman Reigns is the only one to be Undertaker streak at WrestleMania. Seth Rollins has never earned the nickname Beast Slayer. Undertaker has a twenty-four and one record at Mania due to Roman breaking the streak. Here's the funny one. What? John Cena got 16 German suplexes by himself at SummerSlam 2014. <laughs> That's what I was laughing at. Oh I, my I was, and when I was reading that, when Jolie, um, Jolie was talking, I was literally picturing in my head John Cena suplexing himself 16 times in the ring. It was kind of hilarious. <laughs> okay, that was that was funny. All right, so all right, so getting back to Raw. Okay, so getting back to the press conference. Okay, so I didn't see, I didn't get a chance to see the press conference live because I was work, I was at work and everything. So I saw, but I saw clips of it afterwards. <laughs> uh, the slaps ridic- the slap was ridiculous, and it was absolutely crazy. So I don't. It's too far out to see how Rock's going to factor in at Mania. Um, as far as like if it's going to be in a triple threat, if it's Rock's going to be in um, Roman's corner or anything to that effect. But my gut is telling, based on what I saw on 
Twitter and my gut is telling me that and this and I actually posted this on actually posted this on Twitter too and everything or X whatever the fuck you want to call it um I can actually see Rock turning on on Roman at Mania because someone pointed this out and I'm looking at the family tree that the Rock displayed and everything so when it lists Roman it gives his full name Liate Joseph NOI underneath it says Roman Reigns and then when you go over to the Rock it says Dwayne Johnson and then underneath it says High Chief Siuli I don't know if if I'm pronouncing this right High Chief Siuli and then it says the Rock underneath that so it's like with the with the tree itself I've never heard Rock being referred to as a High Chief before. So, uh, interesting fact, the King of Samoa was the one that dubbed Dwayne Johnson High Chief. He bestowed that onto him. Okay. And honestly, I have been having the same feeling. Um, I think right now, and you, you could kind of see it with Heyman hovering more towards the rock. You could see it more towards how Roman was walking behind him. Yeah. And it it was just, like I said, like that was, I have never been so fucking hype watching something. Like I'm at work checking people in, taking them back to their, their pits. I'm like, I'm sorry, this is for my other job. I have to watch this. Um, And they're like, oh, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And so I take them back to their group. I'm like, holy shit. And honestly, you know, when I, I rewatched it a couple times and I watched the unedited version that wasn't bleeped out, which it should never have been bleeped out because it was on fucking YouTube. Don't bleep shit out, but I get it. We're still in the PG era. But when Cody came out, no music, and said that this is bullshit. And that they he didn't know why they were fighting over the head of the table when they haven't even been cooking for two years. And how they can invoke his dead father's name and run his father's name through the mud. But the minute he just said that your father, your grandfather, and your grandfather would be disappointed in you. Mm-hmm. What are you saying? Yeah. I was like, everybody was like on Twitter was like. Bitch, y'all smacked him for that. He didn't even say anything wrong. Exactly. And, yeah. and for and for 1.2 milliseconds, mm-hmm. Triple H forgot he had a pacemaker and was like, bitch, where's my boots? <laughs> and I and then like right after that, he, he went, he's like, no, oh shit. Nope, nope, nope. Stay calm, stay calm, stay calm, stay calm, stay calm. It kicked in, it kicked in. And then, and then his phone's probably vibrating like Stephanie's like, why did your heart rate just spike? What the fuck's <laughs> going on? Exactly. I mean it's not a laughing matter, but it's like no, in no, that it, moment, it, it's just like it's not. Yeah. But, yeah. But it was just like, oh my god, holy shit. Exactly. No, so basically, okay, so basically, I think we're going to kind of, I think what should happen is kind of get like a a la John Cena moment and everything. So it's like, Rock's going to be probably involved in the match somehow in Mania, and I would see him end up costing Roman the title. 
And then those two either getting a fight at SummerSlam or the following WrestleMania. So because it's like because it's like I remember um Rock was on first take and he was talking about like uh the buildup because he wanted to do something magical at a mania and everything, but it needs to be built up. I don't know if two months is enough time for him and Roman. For a build up for him and Roman. So that's what I'm saying. I, I do agree with that. I 100 uh, percent agree that it's not enough time. And he said longer story, not long story, longer. Yeah. And two months isn't long. Two months is no. gonna fly by like that. Mm-mm. And in all Especially- honesty, I I feel like they need to add Rock and Roman versus Cody and Seth at Perth. That, based on the based on the press conference, it's like yeah, but it's, it's just like I don't because Rock Roman wasn't Roman's not originally supposed to be at Perth, but it should be added and everything. And oh 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 oh, oh wait, uh, Seth's going to be out like three or four more weeks, so I don't know if that's enough time though. Damn, I know it. It would have been wonderful. At least a showdown or something. Kayla, what do you? Let me let me let's pick your let, let's pick your brain about this. Um, far as Rock and Roman, I mean, you kind of need you kind of do need more time there. Um, but obviously, mm-hmm. I do see you know hopefully Rock does you know cost Roman the match, and what's going to happen? That's going to heat Roman up. Um. What's your gut saying? I can't answer that right now. It's not. Damn it! I can't. It's it's up and down right now, and it won't be official till when it comes to hold up. WrestleMania predictions would be what? Um, March thirty first. So you guys will find out March thirty first what the actual gut is. So yeah, that's the thing about the gut. It when it hits, it hits. Like right now, it's just. It's a little twisted right now, so we'll see. Hopefully, it goes in the right direction this year. Um, for those who just started listening to us this year or didn't know last year, um, when I get these gut feelings, no one believed me, nobody on social media, nobody at the website, nobody, not even these ladies, when they did a prediction, they said the American Nightmare, Cody Rose is going to win. It's not that we didn't believe you, it's we didn't want to believe you. We are (laughs) fucking tired of Roman. Like, oh my, it's like, like, we just hope we wanted you to take a fucking Tom's and tell your gut to shut the fuck up. We just hope your gut, we just hope your gut is wrong occasionally. That's all. It is, it is, but when it gets those big ones, you know, I was wrong about Macrodona returning, which was a thing, good, good thing. Um, I don't know. It's just I had that feeling, and everyone, you know, there was just I was like, no, I'm going with it. Sure enough, what happened? Roman Reigns won. So we'll find out March 31st, people, what my gut says of who's walking out. The WWE undisputed champion yep god help us god help us <laughs> Holy all, god right. Help us. all right let me get my little spiel out of the way um and i cannot believe i'm saying this i actually agree with punk about something i agree with a lot of things that he said but which one in particular 
There's not what? enough. Go ahead. Well, I was going to guess, but you go ahead. Oh, you, yeah, you be... Okay, I was right. going to say, I was going to guess that you, you agree that Cody's being too diplomatic. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no. No, it's something else. Okay. Uh, then I was wrong. Okay. Okay. I don't think there's enough respect being put on Bayla's name. Oh, 100%. Because she was the one winner of the Women's Royal Rumble. She has a huge story in depth going into Mania as far as like her history with damage control, EO, Kyrie, and uh, Asuka turning her backs on her and everything. And which women, which women was missing from the press conference? Didn't even get a chance to show up, help talk about it or anything like that. Where the fuck was Bailey? I mean, you had Rhea there. Her WrestleMania opponent is not determined yet, but you also had Becky there, who's more than likely going to be it. Um, Bianca was there. Don't know what the hell she's doing for Mania yet and everything. But yeah, she's loving WWE. is doing great and everything. So so happy for her and Montez on that. But I agree with Plunkett. I don't think Bailey's getting enough respect on her name and everything because, yeah, it's like people are just kind of pushing her to the side. And honestly, it's like her her match should be one of the highlighted ones. I mean, yeah, they're talking about it on SmackDown and everything, but she hasn't been on any posters. She wasn't at the press conference. It's just like... And she wasn't even on the Royal Rumble poster either. There you go. And she's like a big name and everything. And she's a big name. So it's just like... It's just like, yeah, it's like I hate agreeing with Punk about something, but he was right. <sighs> Jolie? She, and she did say that the, that this fuels her. And I think, like, you know, this is going to, like, honest, and thinking about it, because I saw that the other day. Mm-hmm. I, you know, took some time to think. And I'm thinking, what if this is on purpose? What if they're doing this to make her like you know to be an even more baby face when this is all said and done? Because there really isn't a clear cut baby face on on SmackDown. Zelina's a a, a tweener. Um, Naomi, yeah, she could be a baby face. Shotzi could be a baby face. Bianca's a baby face. But I, I just feel like Becky or not Becky Bailey is going to need this to become a better baby face in my opinion i think this is going to make her more sympathetic and then when she wins it's just going to be that much better like she's going to get the fireworks she's going to get the standing ovation mm-hmm. um it's just gonna suck because i feel like as much as i want to see becky and Rhea main event i, I want to always see my favorites main event that's just just who i am i want to see my favorites main event Right. Um, but with that being said, I'm okay with them not main eventing if it means Bailey gets the main event. Like, if Seth doesn't main event, okay, that's fine. Have Seth open the show again. I'm sorry. And have Bailey and EO close. Yeah. Uh, Saturday night. Um, but yeah, no. 
she's not getting the respect. But again, I, I think this is just going to make her build her up to be more sympathetic, especially if she keeps getting attacked and she's all alone. She's basically becoming Bailey. Um, she's basically becoming Brock Purdy of the WWE, Miss Irrelevant. And that's funny because she's a 49ers fan. I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> um. So, you know, it's like, I, I think that this, this is all part and parcel of the plan. And yeah, you're right. Punk is right. I also do agree that Cody is way too diplomatic and that he should punch more bosses. Mm-hmm. And did you notice Rock's face when he said that? Yeah. So it's like we may get a tangle with them down the line whenever uh, Punk gets cleared. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. And Kayla, I know you're a big Bailey fan, so I know this is kind of irritating the shit out of you. Yeah, I mean, but hey. You know, and it actually, really, you know, we've always thought about feel-good moments. Um, the fact she coming out on SmackDown, you know, talking, doing her promo, and the fact she was thinking the fans were never giving up on her, and, you know, having the fans back with her, you know, fans stuck, even as she came out and called his sheep and stuff, and, you know, called his names through ever since, like, 2019, ever since she made the turn, and throughout, yeah. you know, man, it's been, what, three years? Yeah. Three and a half years, and, you know, the fact she comes out, thanks them, and, you know, fans never, and that's one thing a lot of people don't understand, Oh, I don't like that person because they're a heel. Then you're not really a true fan of that person. You love them. You may not always agree what they do, but as a true fan, you support them heel or face. And I was ecstatic when Bailey turned heel because, you know, we've always seen for years, we've seen this hugger Bailey buddy person. And she comes out on SmackDown that night. You know, everyone was crazy. Short hair, new tire, and the face on Charlotte's face when she sat there and started slicing her Bailey buddies. You know, it was just like, okay, we're getting this heel turn. She won the title back. She made history, you know, so many different ways. And and they always say, in which honestly, to this day, I believe it, she's finally getting built up where, you know, because, I mean, right now, if you look at it, she's the only, the only thing that she's lacking right now is not main event WrestleMania. I mean, she's been a champ, a tag team champion. She's been your Raw. She's been your SmackDown. She's been your NXT. She's the only horsewoman that has won the Rumble and Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she's always been the underdog. And the fact, you know, they're pushing her and getting to where she belongs. And, you know, the day, the moment that I actually get to meet her, I can't wait. And, you know, because, like, I had that virtual meet and greet, you know, with Becky and, you know, told her it was, you know, an honor to meet all four of the horsewomen. Yes, I will eventually meet all of them, including Mercedes Sasha, because of the history-making moments they do, because I love and respect all of them. Right. I have all four of their pop vinyls. Well, let me phrase that. Sasha and Bailey only has one. Charlotte has two, and Becky has three, so I have all of them. But anyway, we won't get into that. But, you know, the moment I meet Bailey, I'm just going to let her know. I'm going to flat out tell her, hey, You've been my favorite horsewoman from the start. You've always been my favorite. You've always been my number one. I didn't want to tell that to Becky on last on a meet and greet, but we won't get into that. But I'll blame you. I know, right? I don't do want the man coming after me. Um, but <laughs> anyway, yeah. The fact, you know, it, it's a feel good moment, and you know, and I, 
And like I said, I do the SmackDown watch along over on Floor Slapper Sports of Dango every, you know, week. And so many times, you know, they always say, don't be in your emotions. You realize how hard it is to do watch alongs and live streams not to be in your emotions. Um, I And hold up. I got a clip that Tim over there, when Stat lost her title against Julia Hart, I'm a clip on the YouTube page of me screaming when Stat lost. So, yeah, don't. That's why it's kind of hard not to be in your emotions, like I said, um, on live stream. So, but no, it's a feel good moment for Bailey. It is frustrating, but I want her to have this moment. I agree with Jolie saying Seth needs to open the show, have Bailey have her moment, win e- uh, against EO Sky, and just celebrate in that ring as champion. Your turn. <laughs> I, I was actually going to say, you saying people not being their feels. Have, have we not seen what happened this week? I know, right? People, and what did I see last week? Let it play the fuck out. Let yeah. it play the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And process. nobody did. And they bullied Ava off of Twitter. They they were bullying the shit out of a lot of people. And I get being upset about something, but it's called storylines. You don't get mad at fucking Stan Lee for him killing off people. He has a plan, you stupid motherfuckers. Triple H has a plan. Mm-hmm. And then you got people like Sean Ross Sapp and all these people. Oh, that wasn't the original plan. They changed. They swerved. Y'all said the same motherfucking shit with Daniel Bryan and that whole situation. Mm-hmm. This was, yeah, we knew it was going to get a little bit heated and just, so we knew this was going to happen. They weren't going to swerve us like this. They're not that fucking stupid. If there's anybody that knows Philadelphia, it's The Rock and Triple H. And Roman. They know how much Roman is hated in Philly. Even more so now that he's a fucking 49ers fan. Yeah. So, like, people people just need to get out of their fucking feels. Uh, But. Oh, man. All right. One last quick talk. One last quick talk before we wrap this up and everything. Uh, let's yeah. Speaking of swerves and everything, let's swerve to NXT. Hmm. God damn it, yeah. I know what the. F- it, it was hinted at for weeks, but he finally pulled the trigger and said on his promo the other day, uh, he was always his hype man, never considered him an equal, and he's now pissed off the wrestling club. Yeah, you pissed off a bunch of middle schoolers. Thanks, Mello, asshole. Uh, Kayla, what the hell? We knew it was coming. It was just a matter of when and where. Um, so, man, it's things are really getting heated. That's all I'm going to say. We got a lot of you know, and like Julie said, how? Okay, let me phrase this. There's a moment that you can be in your emotions, and then there's a moment where you can be in your emotions but not threaten anybody else. Like all the, you know, pretty much. Um, But yeah, we knew it was coming with Carmelo and Trick. We knew we were going to get this. Um, So I guess like we said, just plan it out and see what happens. Sorry, Wrestling Club, that they pissed you off. Um, I saw that it happened, and I was just like, okay. We knew what's happening. What more can yeah. I say? I can't argue with it. Um, so it's going to be... And the thing is, one question. I wonder 
because you know these wrestlers that you know come out together like trick and carmelo you know other fan uh, other superstars i wonder how hard it is for them because i know you got to know that they're real friend uh real friends in real life right and been through a lot with each other i wonder how how they really feel when they say hey you're about to turn on him you know because i mean look at you take a moment for like for example go back to becky and charlotte away in the back of the ring when they were hugging each other out a lot of people say they're probably saying you know what's about to happen i'm about to slap the fuck out of you i'm sorry i love you you know some kind of thing and then happens you know but i honestly i just want to question how do they really feel about that i know it's got to burn it's got to sting hell hell when nikki turned on brie yeah it had to burn her that's her damn twin sister exactly oh my gosh exactly this is yeah. like that moment you're looking like really i gotta turn on her really <laughs> it's like... and it's like i knew that the kids at the wrestling club were pretty upset about it and everything because mr perry he usually tweets out or like on instagram and twitter and everything he usually sends out their reaction videos yeah he didn't send out a video for that one he was like going I informed them of, I, I showed them the turn. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, basically, he just left it at that. That's all. That's all y'all need to know. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I knew they were good. Because I know they were big Mellow fans too and everything. But, Jolie? Uh, kind of makes you wish I could uh, go watch Stand and Deliver on that Saturday because that match is going to fucking slap when it happens. Um, yeah. In all honesty, uh, I honestly thought it was going to be Trick that turned. Really? Mello seemed too much of a baby face. Uh, but, you know, this one works better because, you know, he does get the the whole crowd behind him more so oh, than yeah. anybody else. Girl. So, um, it's going to happen. And um, I'm actually okay with it uh, story-wise. I think, you know, they pulled the trigger at the right time. I feel like they did everything at the right time for this. And it's going to be very interesting going forward to seeing how everything plays out. I think Trick gets his revenge. Um, there's one coming up before Sin Deliver, right? Uh, Roadblock. It's like a special, like on a Tuesday night or something like that. So, so normally, but there's something special before we get to mm-hmm. Mania. So yeah, I think he's going to come back and and screw Mello out of that, and we're going to set up for the rest of the month with that. I think that's yeah. how it's going to play out. And again, I'm a hundred fucking percent here for it. I think that it's just going to be one hell of a ride. Like I said, the the storytelling, the graphics, everything has been um on point, and mm-hmm. I, I just I just can't wait. I mean, this is I've been excited for Mania's before, but there's just something different about this one. Not because I'm working it. Not because it's in a city that I love and adore, but there's just something special about this mania. I just can't put my finger on it. And, you know, when you have Triple H saying, like, you know, it's going to be bigger and better and badder, um, I just have one fucking request. Just one. Mr. Weekend, hi, hello. Five years in a row. Show the fuck up and perform your song live. Thank you. Oh my God Almighty. Yeah. Yeah, it's like before we get to Mania, 
Elimination Chamber. So we're going to take care of those predictions next week. And so I know they're going to be pre-taping a lot of stuff before um, Australia. So by the time we get to next Sunday and by the time I get back from my cruise, uh, we should know all the participants and everything. So we should have a good idea. Which I am looking forward to because we're actually going to get Naomi versus Zelina, which actually sucks because I love both I of them for I the know. first time ever. And and this Tuesday, our girl Shotzi gets a shot at the title for the NXT Women's title. So they're, they're, they're fucking her. cooking. They are. Hey, hey, um, Tony, that's how you cook with women. Man. And I said I said it on Twitter the other day. It's like me chin. I'm starting the campaign. This money in the bank 2024. I'm starting the campaign. Screw you, haters. She she killed it. She killed it with Bianca the other day. It's like she got paired up with her. I knew Bianca was probably gonna win. But I was just like going, oh, come on. Give my girl a chance. Okay. All right. So let, let, so we think it's gonna be the final seven that were in the ring. It's gonna be Becky, Naomi. Bianca, Liv, Tiffany Stratton, was she in it? And uh, Naomi, right? Those, oh, Jade. You're right, Naomi. Naomi. Jade, 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 yeah, Jade, yeah. So Bianca doesn't know who she wants to face. I think B, uh, Jade is the reason why she loses the Elimination Chamber, and that sets up for them to have a match at WrestleMania. I think it's too soon. I think it should be Naya versus Jade, personally. But I'll take Bianca versus Jade. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, yeah, it's like, after that stare down at the Rumble and everything, you know it's coming. I I just need Jordan Grace to come back and wrestle some more people. I hope they get like a, I hope we get like a collaboration show down the line. Because the fact, I mean, Mickey James in the Rumble, I understand that because she used to be in WWE, but Jordan Grace has never been in WWE. So it's like the fact that she they were able to get her, I, I just want like a collaboration show down the line. Well, we'll see what happens now that Scott DeMore's been fired. I don't know what happened with that whole situation. I heard that he was spending too much money professionally and personally, and the higher-ups didn't like it. If that's the case, okay, I understand why you want him gone. But the people are like, oh my god, WWE's gonna buy TNA. Hey, idiots. Endeavor fucking owns them, or at least owns the streaming company that they're on. Right. It, it's it's the fuck was that? Okay. Um. Oh, that's actually didn't hit the thing. Oh. So, yeah. It it, it whatever happens is going to happen, but I think they actually have a good working relationship with them because even um, your boy Zach was like, can't wait to do the revival. So I could see him coming, them, them coming to when Wes comes back. Yeah. You do the moment that happens. Okay, so um, chat when that happens, you have nine one one pressed. I'll have nine one one pressed, and once it happens, we'll both call and send them to South Carolina. Deal. We well, might want to check on me first to make sure I'm alive. No, that's why we're sending it. Fuck that shit. It's just gonna get sent automatically. <laughs> As soon as we hear like the whatever their theme song is, like oh shit, here we go again. You okay? I, Hello, I gotta, thank you for calling nine one one. Yeah, can you send somebody to Greenville, South Carolina? We got our dumbass, um, our our best friend over here. She um she died. Can you make sure she's alive? <laughs> okay, all right. You dial nine one one. I'll Facetime her since I have an iPhone. So 
Mama Larissa. Hi, all right. Yeah, or get Mama Larissa on the line too as well. All right. Whew. All right. So if if y'all are on Twitter on uh Thursday, be sure you tell our boss lady a bit have wish our boss lady a very happy birthday on Thursday. Um, I'm telling her now because I'm gonna be out of the country. I might just gonna go be on the, on the Titanic. Technically, the carnival breeze. Look out for the icebergs. Joey brought up Titanic, so I had to. Y'all suck. Y'all suck. <laughs> Look, I was I was on a for prom. We were on the Spirit of Philadelphia, and they had to close off the bow of the boat because we kept trying to redo. Okay. Oh my god! All right, Joey, final thoughts. So uh, next week's episode, I will be giving some more tips and tricks for Philadelphia when you guys come in. I'm just going to write some stuff down and uh, just do this throughout. I didn't do it today because I have a fucking migraine because Mother Nature decided to give us 60 degree weather uh, and my allergies are saying, fuck you. So I'll have a little bit more tips and tricks, um, you know, in Philly for next week. And, you know, if you're driving in and whatnot. So I will give you guys some more info. Again, hit us up if you have any questions. Um so I will do that. Um, other than that, fuck it. Go Chiefs. Fuck the 49ers. Okay. Um, I got one final thought real quick, NFL related and everything. Uh, Hall of Fame class was just announced the other day. Andre Johnson, the first Texan to go in. Congratulations to him. Third time was a charm. This is third time on the ballot and everything, but congratulations to him and everybody else who got into the Hall of Fame. Also, D'Amico Ryan's got robbed. Yes! Oh, Kayla, go with your final thoughts before I go off about that. That was some bullshit. Uh, anyway, um, really could care less about today's football, but um, all I'm going to say is just because of Christian McCaffrey got screwed over when he was in Carolina Panthers and on the 49ers, I'm going 49ers only for Christian McCaffrey. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, uh, my sister has said I'm disowned because I'm going for the 49ers instead of Chiefs. But she's always been a Chiefs fan. I haven't been, so. Look, and... it's personal for Eagles fans. I know, fans, I know. Because they can't stop running their mouth when we're not even playing them. Um, And the fact that they want to bitch about the fire alarm going off in their hotel. Listen here, motherfuckers. The ho- it doesn't matter. I've had fire alarms go off on 10 different hotels that I've stayed in. Shit happens because people are idiots. It wasn't done on purpose like you think it was. They actually pay more up- when teams are in hotels. They pay more attention to that shit because they know dumbass fans or dumbass kids are going to pull that shit. So, you know, maybe one of your players was smoking a blunt too high to the fucking thing. I don't know. But stop blaming fans because you're fucking weak-ass little bitches. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, that's all we have for this episode of The Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us. Tune in next time as The Takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. Bye.